It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yep We're back For the last month of 2023 Got to put a bow on this bitch Yeah, put it under the tree or Whatever, you know, however you do your gift giving. Yeah, yeah, we 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 in the we in the home stretch. I feel it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel that shit. You know, I'm kind of, I'm I'm ready to roll the credits for a little bit, for a little bit. Take a couple days and just just chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a doozy, as they was. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, we gonna really get reflective in the next couple of weeks, but um, you know, how you feeling? I mean, you know, I'm good, man. Shit, you. okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, once you once you settle into you here, nigga, ain't nothing to be not good about. You know right. what I'm saying? Shit be happening. You know, you be like, shit, this shit could not be happening right now. You know? Yeah. Shit, I, I got a second opportunity at life, nigga. Like, what if that shit was the end on July 25th? What if that was the last fucking day? Everything that you had done up to that point was going to be it. Then you start to realize, shit, let me do life right this time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, from right now, I'm doing this shit right. So mm. that's where we at. I hear that. That's interesting now that you um you got that date kind of carved into your memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think moving forward, will you acknowledge it in a certain way, like a ceremonial way, or it's just kind of gonna? I mean, obviously you don't know, but I mean, you know, the, what do I'm, you think you'll do to I'm honor most, it? Or I most I most definitely will. You know, what I'm saying reflect on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I would take mm-hmm. that date to, again, put a marker in it. You know what I'm saying? Shit, part two, life, you know, the sequel. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but other than that, you know what I mean? It's not. I'm not going to make it a big deal because it's, it's a private and personal thing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's mm-hmm. going to be sitting around and oh, yeah, this nigga got to shake a chance. Nah. But when you sit down to yourself, you're like, damn, it's July. Damn, last year this time, damn. You know what I'm saying? What have I done since then? That's That should be the question next year, you know? Mm-hmm. What have I put in the motion I, on all of that shit? To, the, to me, all this is bonus material, you know what I'm saying? What did I put in mm-hmm. motion on my bonus material? Did, was I able to drop the sequel? Was I able to, you know what I'm saying, succumb the things, you know? So... Like, I'm not making it a big deal, like, for, you know, it's, like, let's go party. But I definitely will look at it, you know what I'm saying? Keep that shit on the, on the calendar. Yeah, I get it. I don't know if it's, <clears throat> that will be as happy for everybody else, you know what I'm saying? As it is mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, well, shit. That's all good. It's <laughs> all good. As long as it's good for you. Right. You know. Shit, yeah. I hear that. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, I well, you said you good, you good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you been up to? 
Ah oh, man, it was a eventful weekend for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Alabama came to Atlanta to play University of Georgia. Not that I'm a oh, right. big fan of either, but my people that I grew up with, you know what I'm saying, his parents, I grew up with both of them, you know what I'm saying, separately but in the same era, you know what I mean? And then they mm-hmm. they ended up being married. And then um, Dallas Turner, with their son, number 15, which is the, the, uh, the starting outside linebacker, plays for Bama. So they were in town for that. And um <clears throat> I've never been in in the in the middle of the, you know what I'm saying, high stakes college football mix. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to to be at the hotel in the mix with, you know, all the parents, the coaches, the NIL niggas, the agents, the you know what I'm saying? All this wrangling going on. You know, the kids trying to just be Get be prepared for the game, you know what I'm saying, and then all this stuff is just going on. So that was that was that was interesting, you know what I'm saying. It was interesting to watch the parents of a, a high profile player, you know what I'm saying, destined to go to the league type of player, what they call you know a lot of people the elite players to be in that zone at that time, you know what I'm saying, which is different. It's like like the pops was saying like this particular time you'll never have back again. So like you know what I'm saying, peep it, enjoy it. So so it was it was it was it was fun hanging out with them. You know what I'm saying, being in the scene, watching it all go down, then watching the game, and Bama was able to pull it out to get themselves into the the playoffs, which to much people's chagrin. You know what I'm saying, a lot of people didn't agree with how that playoff shit went down. But college football shit always funny. You know what I'm saying? I remember years when they went before the playoffs when then UM was running shit. And, you know what I'm saying, the slightest tilt in the schedule or something like that throw you out the whole shit even though you're undefeated. undefeated. So, you know, it's a age-old argument. Is Did they get it right? <laughs> Yeah, I seen people talking about that because what was it? Florida State got ousted. Yeah, Florida, Florida State. State. Yeah, Florida State mm-hmm. was undefeated and didn't make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because of Texas, right? Who was defeated? They lost one game, but they won against Alabama. Mm. So, yeah, it's like it's almost like credit score football, right? Damn near, you know? Like, yeah, I, that's. To that point, I've never really been super invested in college football, especially from being, like, from the north. You know, like, there's not a lot of that uh, culture, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I know in Florida that's a big thing, and Texas and Georgia and all of that. So, you know, I got friends. I got a friend of mine that was in the, the group chat. He was definitely... He from Georgia, so he was definitely going for Georgia. They had the little memes and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. That was probably the only thing that really even drew my interest. I didn't even know about what was going on. Uh, so you said you were in the mix. Did you get to meet, um, what's my man's name? You said Dallas. Uh, da- yeah, Dallas Turner. Does yeah. Dallas Turner? No, I, I, I know Dallas. I, I, I've, I've been known him since he was a little joker. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. It well, not my, just him. But I like, got to see him, but get, I didn't. I didn't. Um, that was one of my first time meeting him. 
I um okay. I got to meet Miro's parents. You know what I'm saying? The quarterback. Um, okay. I. I I didn't meet him, but I was standing right next to him as he was talking mm-hmm. to them. Uh, Kool Aid McKinstry, that that was exciting because you know he 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 good. You know what I'm saying? Kool Aid McKinstry is his name. McKinstry, yeah. They, his nickname yeah, is Kool Aid, but you know on TV they call him Kool Aid McKinstry. That's his last name, McKinstry. Um, okay. He's good. So uh-huh. the the trip most tripped out shit about the whole shit now than it was uh-huh. coming up, you know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. I went to fam, we grew, you know, we were right across the street from Florida State, you know what I'm saying? Right. All the big time players, you know what I mean? You get into it with them or you party with them, you know, you be crossing mm-hmm. crossing up with the same chicks. All that was going on, but nowadays. Mm-hmm. The the college football niggas got nils. Them niggas is yeah. <laughs> niggas is getting money. <laughs> niggas might make more than their coach. Niggas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they making more than well, the coach. Not the coach, but not the coach, coach. But you know, the but they definitely sure. making more than the average nigga of twenty mm-hmm. out in the streets. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm Ain't even go pro yet. Niggas, That's gotta niggas, be beautiful. Niggas got links and cars and diamonds, and it's like, okay, these niggas, <laughs> right? They putting it, they putting it on. You know what I'm saying? Like before, niggas was still kind of broke till they made it to the league, or at least got close. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so it, it was just interesting to, to to see like some of these cats, like, oh, these they they out here with it because they now getting money. So I wonder. I wonder how that affects, like, booster culture. You know, you always used to hear about the boosters, and I know, like, I guess the boosters kind of used to throw the, you know, some of them players a little bit of money. I guess everybody ain't getting NIL money, so maybe they're right. still around, but it's I mean, it's similar to, like, what uh, recreational weed did to drug dealers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of, you kind of, you on a block a little bit. Now, where's the necessity? You right. know, I'm getting money above board. So, and now it's, you know, know, they deserve it. The niggas out there balling. You know what I'm saying? So they're sure. getting, they getting what they deserve. It's just a, mm-hmm. a different atmosphere than when all the players were broke trying to get into Luke's and Luke's was spon- Luke was sponsoring them at the club. You know what I'm saying? And they right. just, they just, you know, famous. They, you know, aggressive but broke. You know what I'm saying? It's a different, it's a different energy. So that that nil get money energy is, you know, what I'm saying like, oh shit, I'm I'm in it, I'm doing it now. You know what I'm saying? It's not like players have to wait to the league to actually show the world their 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 value out off the field. You know, so. That was that was good to see. I'm and I, I'm I'm basing that all on you know what I'm saying, Kool Aid swag. You know what I'm saying. Just just mm-hmm. in the hotel, like nigga, I got the chance. He got he actually got hurt, and then he put on all his jewels while he was on the sideline, but he didn't get hurt bad. Mm-hmm. I think he he should be back soon. Okay, just to let you know though. Just yeah, to yeah, let yeah, you know yeah, though. You know what I'm saying. Get yeah. a little of this TV time since I ain't got to put my helmet on. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Public service announcement. Yeah, let y'all um, know. I'm curious if that, like, now, 
you know, with the jersey sales, because I always remember back in the days with the college jerseys, if you were able to get them, they never had the player's name on the back of the jersey. Mm -hmm. But now if it's NIL, Mm -hmm. if the player's name is at the back of the jersey, are they even printing more up similar to, like, what they would do if you were in the league? I'm not sure in in how it is versus the league, but they are printing up these jerseys. Okay. And niggas, With the names on the back? Yeah. Yeah, Dallas okay. Dallas Turner jersey is $139. Mm. <laughs> Where do you go to get that at? You go to uh, Bama.com or something? Okay. And that's a replica. That's Michael Rubin's old joint, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that was Michael Rubin used to own that. It's a replica I for hundred thousand. Go ahead. Wow. No, 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 no. Go ahead. He said it's a replica. Okay. Yeah. So Damn. you know. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. They so they 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 getting money off this shit now. Huh. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm salute. They were. I mean, shit. If the, everybody else was getting money, they might as well get cut in. You no, know, no, no man at that at all. Let me go ahead and buy <clears> this <throat> shit for for the nigga. Go, get out of here. <laughs> uh, go to the pros and shit. Right, 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 right. Before that shit ain't available. Yeah, catch right. that early. Um, I had another question about this whole thing. Uh, I don't. You know, it's funny. Speaking of college football, you know, I was in Ann Arbor this weekend, and I didn't know. I mean, I knew University of Michigan is, you know, like a a big deal as far Mm -hmm. as college football goes. Mm -hmm. And I was actually looking to try to catch one of the games, but they were (laughs) – they were, yeah, I know. Sounds crazy. But uh, they were (laughs) – yeah, they was out of town. They was playing – I don't know who the fuck they were playing. But um, I'd have to look it up. They was playing somebody, but similarly – they're undefeated. They number and one. If yeah, <laughs> they're number one overall yes. over the whole shit. Yes. Oh, see, see, dog, I'm all the way out the loop. I, so that's what you was laughing at me getting a right. ticket to the, the <laughs> fucking tickets. you know Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, nah, I didn't know. What I did find out, I knew they had a big ass stadium, which was part of the thing. I wanted to try to see that shit while I was there. Uh, I didn't realize they have the biggest stadium in yes. college football. Like, oh. 115,000 people yes. in the stadium. That's the biggest stadium in the country. Right. That's bananas. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they get, number yeah. one. They the biggest in the stadium. They got a whole thing going on where the coach is suspended. They was doing some little oh. NCAA violations and shit. It's a lot going on with that program. And then they suspended the coach, and then they still came out and won. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, they, they feeling themselves right now. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know all of that. I could have could have used a little bit of that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talked a little yeah. bit about that shit. <laughs> and it's it's high stakes <laughs> now because everybody's trying to make it in that that final four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A loss mm-hmm. would you know what I'm saying potentially throw you out of it. Like Ohio State yeah. was number one all season, kicking ass. You know I mean, I mean Georgia, mm-hmm. Georgia State. I'm Georgia. I'm sorry, not Ohio State. The right, Georgia, Georgia State had been. They had won 30 games in a row. It's like undefeated for 20, three years, 20, three seasons. Yeah, ain't that crazy. So, so, you know, they basically were number one carrying the torch. You know what I'm saying? About the, They were the champions, about to go right back mm-hmm. in, but then they got to get past Bama. You know what I'm saying? They got to get past who? Grambling? Bama. 
the game that was played oh, in Atlanta. Okay, right. They yeah. got to beat right, right, Alabama because right, right. Alabama yeah. is on the hunt. They the number eight school, right. but, you know, you beat number one, that's automatically going to throw you up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, Georgia lost and, shit, found their way outside of the playoffs, you know. Um, so it's all the way over for them. Yeah, for the, for the championship. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Because they okay. lost to a they lost to a team right. that was you know in their conference they lost the the SEC championship, so mm-hmm. it was gonna be hard to make it as one of the four, and you didn't win your division. So, mm. any old way, man, I was just tripping off the shit because the week before we was watching the game, and you know, we was watching the Iron Bowl, and you know the Georgia fans was like, you know. <laughs> You motherfuckers ain't gonna never be able to handle Georgia, and I just looked at it as like how how that shit becomes so much of a person to where they be basing their lives and allegiances off of their their college team, and I know mm-hmm. it from UM. I know UM during the heyday was that was Miami's lifeblood, like UM represented the the city. Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see a nigga out of town somewhere with his UM gear on, you already know that nigga ready to fight. Because <laughs> that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? It was just all related. But to watch it, now it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like you see people who their whole swag is based off of the team swag. So if the team go down, you know what I'm saying? They, they feelings are down. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I, used to, I was just looking at the shit when the nigga was hyping Georgia so hard. Like, yeah, y'all ain't going to do this next week when Georgia, next week when Georgia. I was like, nigga, you don't know nothing. College football could go anyway. <laughs> you going to be sad fucking around with these college students. These 19-year-old niggas got your whole fate in their hand. <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> that could go crazy. <clears throat> They be looking so distressed. Them fans, I was watching a little <laughs> bit of that Georgia-Alabama game, and, they, you know, they always cut to the to the crowd. They be having their, their chin in their hands, yeah. looking all ham, like, hung in the face. They just be looking so fucked up. It, it is, to your point, you have no skin in the game, really. You just a fan. Like, right. this is out of your hands. Just enjoy it for what it is. But yeah, they tie so much of their emotional well-being to these young fucking kids. Now y'all don't gonna fucking get these young kids, man. They out here trying to look, man. They trying not to get their ACL blown out. They right. trying to make it out of this shit, you know. Look, and, and their emotions are tied up too. So yeah, it's like you know, this kid's seventeen, well, eighteen years old. I used to watch it in AAU basketball with my son. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when when they young, like you know, what I'm saying they 15, 16 years old, you go out a a u, and the other team just start whooping your ass. You down, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> you down by ten. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying yeah. in the first quarter, mm-hmm. that's only ten points. You know, what I'm saying it's not an insurmountable lead, but they emotions right. be so dragged up out of it. By the time they down by ten, you might as well throw the white flag in because be like, come on, man, y'all can't give up now. But right. kids, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, these yeah. niggas beating us. Like, they would expect to jump out up top, up front. And mm-hmm. 
you know, and you know, with college football, you 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 expect them to be a little more, you know, emotionally emotionally resolved. But right. at the end of the day, college sports go any which way. That's why March Madness is madness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can go, you kicker yeah. gonna hit the goal post. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is gonna be out of character. Yeah, it's funny too to think about that because we talk about. AAU and college, and you thinking that they would have their emotions in check. But I was watching the uh, the Eagles 49ers game, mm-hmm. and I don't know what player from the Eagles, but he was tearing up all crazy. He was he had a little he had a little poo shiesty joint on, and he was tearing. So the juxtaposition looked bananas. Like dog, this you should not be emotional with at least take the mask off. You know what I mean? But I guess he kept the mask on to to cry a little bit anonymously. But you know them cameras, they caught him. The, mm-hmm. the coach had to come over there, low key console him or whatever. I'm like dog. Like, all right, my man. You know, I was going like, to call out your name, up. hold the camera on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to do that shit when your helmet on and everything going good. <laughs> no, not at all. Right. That's when you really want the close up. No, no, no. Oh, looks like uh, Luke Johnson over there is getting emotional. Uh, yeah, he's mm. very emotional. You hate to see that. He's yeah. crying. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of tears. You know? But yeah, I, I understand. Regular season. I understand because, you know, so much emotions are tied into these sports. But I just don't yeah. understand. He's just such a big, tough guy, you know. It's just interesting to see the emotional yeah. availability of a big, strong, black buck. Mm-hmm. You would think. <laughs> that's, that's how that shit be sounding. Mm. Like, nigga, this is racist. <laughs> this um, is a damn shame. So, uh, such a plot twist, you know, uh, from uh, from buck to uh Bitch ass nigga. Uh, we'll be back to you, Sam. Right? Let's uh let's go to yeah, let's go to first and third. <laughs> first and three. Uh nah, anyway. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh shit, man. So yeah, dog. Shout out to the competitors. <laughs> um But yeah, man, I was in I was in Ann Arbor this weekend. Cold ass Ann Arbor, that shit. You know, it's funny. You really don't get no empathy complaining about the cold in a cold region, you know, because that mm-hmm. I could tell that this is just the beginning of how cold that shit get. It's mm-hmm. just, and you know, New York, we got seasons. You know what I'm saying? Still, even in the even in the face of global warming, them shits are starting to feel a little bit. Uh, ambiguous but we still we still I'm still claiming four seasons right mm-hmm. so I think that we're easing up on winter it's getting a little chillier scully weather for sure you know what I mean maybe maybe you might pull out the bubble maybe but you know it, it's it's below 50 more right. often than not you yeah, know pull out the light bubble uh, with the, with, you know what I'm saying with the unzip the unzip bubble yeah, let them see the fit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, um, but I got out to Michigan. Michigan is in the in the in the throes of like real deal long john weather. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't no game. And it's it you could tell it ain't even really where it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But the shit was just a little much for me, right? And um had I done it differently, because my whole plan, I think I, I don't know if I said it on here, but I was telling people, you know, my whole plan was I wanted to, you know, I wanted to see 
I wanted to see the campus. Because I like going to these little places. I don't go a lot, but, like, when I get the opportunity to go to any of these places with these D1 campuses, mm-hmm. I want to see what that shit looks like. Like, I remember going to Notre Dame, and I remember their fucking library being, like, 12 or 13 floors. Mm-hmm. And I remember the library at, at for the AUC for all four schools was maybe two floors, <laughs> three floors at the most. You know what tops. I mean? I'm like, damn, what, what the? Yeah, tops. I'm going to their computer lab, 24 hours, state-of-the-art technology, all of the fly shit. Like, you just see where all of this this money from these sports programs, what it's poured into, and, like, it's it's laid out. You know, it's like it's like going to a the presidential suite, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was one of my things. I really wanted to get out there and get to... Um, get to check out the campus but where and if i could do it again i'd have probably rented a car at the um at the airport and i kind of almost did it Mm -hmm. then part of me was like man i don't feel like driving you know what i'm saying like i'm chilling let me i'll just take the ubers around because i thought i was gonna be a little bit more in the mix and i wasn't that far away but like uh had i got in a, a rental i think i'd explored the city just a little bit more. I might have even taken a quick day trip out to Detroit, you know what I'm saying, to see, see, see you know, some black people. Because mm-hmm. Ann Arbor keep their blacks kind of tucked away. <laughs> uh, I only seen them at my show. <laughs> you know not- what I mean? But in the, wor- <laughs> in the world, they're not, they not really out there in the world like that. I seen uh, what? <laughs> the only people that I knew from Ann Arbor, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. that I found, they were they were a different kind of light skin, you know what I'm saying? They were like a, a <laughs> I'm talking about like a a white light, but it's like you know mm-hmm. they black. They got like black people hair, like not not blue eyed curly and like that shit like right. black hair, and right. super yeah. light. Like that motherfucker mm-hmm. black, but their skin is damn sure white. And it's like a almost like some Creole looking. It's like a or, whole tribe of this kind of light skin. You know what I'm saying? I think I know you talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like my the, man from the from go, ahead, go ahead, my man from the from the Jamie Foxx show. You ever watch the the Jamie Foxx show? Mm-hmm. The, uh, they lighted the, it. Uh, huh? I, yeah, the little uh, the little oh, cat okay. right at the hotel okay. with them. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. No, 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 no. They lighted it. That it's like a, a white, but they got like yeah. black hair. And they, gotcha. it's, it's just a, gotcha. it's, it's yeah. like a tribe. I don't even know how to explain. Yeah. It. It's just like a tribe of light skin. You know what I'm saying? That they yeah, breed yeah, up yeah, there, yeah. up there in that Ann Arbor area. Yeah, that's funny as shit. I didn't see any of them. I did <laughs> see this one girl. I see this one girl, this one black girl who was working at the butcher shop, mm-hmm. and I, I spoke to her, and then I seen her when I was on my way to. Um, on my way to my show, which was a, at least five miles away, mm-hmm. and at least six hours later, seeing just her again walking the streets, and it's like that—that's how, that's how the representation is like her. You know what I'm saying? Like I see no other black people in between that meeting. It was wild, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I had a good time. To, oh, so boom, so yeah, so it was cold as shit. I didn't really explore like I wanted to. I didn't get to see the campus at all. Um, I did go to Zingerman's, which was like, that's really, besides University of Michigan, that's really all I'd heard about for years. Shout out to my homegirl, um, Brooke Van Poplin. You know, it's a lot of people that I thought were from 
Ann Arbor that were from other parts of mm. Michigan. So I reached out to some of my people. And they was like, nah, I'm from East Lansing. Huh? I'm from, you know, I knew somebody from Ypsilanti, which is mm. a little further. Obviously Detroit, whatever, whatever. Anyway, uh, Brooke was one of the first people to tell me about Zingerman's. I forgot how I came up. But, you know, I like a good, uh, I like, I'm a good, I like a good deli. You know what I'm saying? All ty- Italian deli, Jewish deli. It's like a Jewish deli type of situation. And I'd heard, especially if it's got some notoriety, you know? So I mm-hmm. was like, okay, I'm definitely going to fuck with the Zingermans out there. Get me a little uh, either a pastrami or a corned beef or for the indecisive, do the half and half. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, I did that shit. It was, it was good as hell. They got the bread has like a strong ass crust on it. Like the rye bread is good, but like the crust of it is aggressive as fuck. Like it'll tear the, the roof of your mouth up. The shit is like a Damn. biting. Yeah, it's like a fucking pastrami on broken bottle sandwich. You know what I mean? Oh, like no. that shit. You gotta really, yeah, you gotta really contend with that shit. So uh, that's probably the biggest point that I, I deduct some points off of. But overall, the shit was good. That was cool. Um, shows were fun. The shows were fun. The club was dope. I enjoyed the club. Shout out to Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. I like how they how they uh, curate the, the the atmosphere and the, the you know the staff over there is real cool and you know the people and good good crowds. Good, you know what I mean. Like it was a it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, some shows were better than others, you know what I'm saying? But it was all good, you know, and it was, it was good to, to be headlining again. Certain things you, you be forgetting that you got to remember. One thing that I will say is sometimes go like, don't be afraid to go out on a high note. Even if you got a few minutes left, it's Mm -hmm. better to leave on top than to leave, with one of those. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it was one of those where I had a good ass laugh. I could have been like, good night. You know, <laughs> take it easy. Thank you, Ed Arbor. But I got greedy. I got greedy and I went against one of the, one of the cardinal rules. <laughs> I tried to, to do one more and that shit got a little, ah, it was one of those. And it's the worst to, Put the mic back in the stand with a ass. Nice, you know what I mean? Nice. You only want to say All your right, name. Y'all. You only, yeah, y'all take it easy. Yeah, nigga, you take it easy too. What you know the what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all good four minutes ago, nigga. All you had to do is leave four minutes ago. You just live. You live and you learn. It's just one of those things. But uh, it was cool. Had a good time and shit, man. Um, Shout out to uh, shout out to my man, my man Kyle, Kyle McCullers. I don't know, you remember Kyle? Kyle from Vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyle out there getting a PhD and shit. And yeah, him and his wife came out to a show, so that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then you know a couple other people popped through. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a, it was a nice little time. I had I had a good time. I was ready to get back. To New York, though, to be totally honest with you, mm-hmm. I was ready to get back to New York. That 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 cold was really affecting me. The cold really had me like, let me get back to the crib. Sometimes you just want to get back to the crib just to be back mm-hmm. on base. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, that's why that's why I'm like, yo, I kind of feel that um 2023 slow down. Like wow. I'm cool. I could take a take a couple of days just to just to 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 get back to room temp. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ann Arbor. It was a good time. I had fun. <laughs> Nigga, wrap that shit up with a bow. Shout out yeah, to Ann Arbor. Man, man, man. I had a good time. <laughs> There it is. There it is. You know, that's how, that's how we do it. But I, what um, I wanted to say was... Nah. <laughs> say what you wanted to say. No, nah, no. Nah, I said take it that extra oh, four minutes. Oh, you talking about... <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, hold on, right. hold on. Before y'all leave, hold on. I thought this was funny. <laughs> right. Motherfucker, I thought... I thought y'all was going to appreciate that. Damn. All right. Well, you know. All right. I could have kept that to myself. Word yeah, up, but it was what up. it was. It was it was it was what it was. True indeed. It's good know. time. Hey, niggas out here perfecting his craft, man. Niggas out here working on his That's craftsmanship. It. It. Regular season. You know no need to cry in the poo shiesty. Nope. Damn. You ain't shit. Hmm? <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying that when I saw that, I was like, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> what else is going on with you, man? Shit, man. You know, trickling back to work. You know what I'm saying? Trickling back to work. Thinking, um, you know, working with this cognitive shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that maybe making beats will help me. And I remember you uh, set out to make some beats and shit. Um. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've been looking at that journey, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm going against all of the, the cardinal rules of, you know what I'm saying, just go with what you got. I, I'm, I'll be like, shit, I need to do this and I need to do that, you know what I'm saying? Think about mm. some shit that I want to get, you know what I'm saying? But it's all, you know, got price tags attached to them, you know what I'm saying? So trying to figure out what's the best beat machine to rock with. And to you know, keyboard to coincide with it, but that's less of a issue than the beat machine itself. You know what I mean? The work machine. So that's what I'm on right what now. A, I'm trying to figure that out. What makes a good beat machine in your estimation, or what have you been hearing? What you've been looking for? What you thinking about? I mean, uh, again, each each producer has his own tools. You know what I'm saying? Some motherfuckers could work with some shit that you'd be like, "That's trash." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Other people work with Fruity Loops and make hits. You know what I'm saying? You you work with Fruity Loops and make trash. You so it's really you as a as the producer, as an artist, as a as the player. Um, but for me, because I like um, I like engineering skills. You know what I'm saying? And I wish I had known this when I was younger. You know, because you be trying to do mm-hmm. shit all on your own and shit. Nigga, you need an engineer, okay? That shit ain't going to never sound like how you want it to sound until you got the people in the room that can make it sound like that. So, but right. w- but what I do know is that when I fuck with equipment, you try to get the equipment that can get you to the best crispiness and quality as possible before you even get to the engineer part. You know what I'm saying? So it 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 takes you out of the realm of shit that just give you straight sounds and puts you in a realm to got quality uh internal uh sound processing that you know helps the amateur ear get into a professional space if you understand what I'm saying. So Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, so, you know, for years I've had all kinds of beat machines, but a lot of them are just raw. Like, you got to put the you got to put the process into it. Um, right. But, but you know, since I've been out, they've been coming up with new shit. Just like, you know, these mics that we use on this show, a lot of them, these, these equipment has onboard processing that makes you sound great without you having to know any types of mixing or engineering. So... I have, I have seen people working with the um, machine beat machine. I, I don't know if you pronounce it's pronounced German, but, you know, it's machine, but spelt with an S. Mm-hmm. Machine, machine, working with the machine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been coming, and like, the sound is quality coming out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit heavy and sound like, okay, that shit sound like something. So I've been wanting to fuck with one of those. It's been out for a while. So I'm not sure if it's played out by now, but I just want to fuck around, get you know what I'm saying, get some, make some Miami beats and shit, and you know, settle, try to get my brain moving. Um, so that's what I'm looking at, you know what I'm saying. I'm not sure if you had any insight on, on that type of thing, but you know, if you were asking about me, that's where I'm at. Yeah, no, I don't have any insight as far as equipment go. I, I don't, I don't. That's been prohibitive for me. I never really jumped in it equipment wise. I told you I got a little uh, MPK I uh, Kai, mm-hmm. the MPK Mini. That's about all I got, and then I got a uh, shit Garage Band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my shit is very bare bones and basic. Mm-hmm. I've never jumped into that type of thing because I know. I don't really have the patience for all of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I've realized just being around a lot of producers, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm super uh, hobbyist when it comes to that, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I'm not one of these people. I was just watching this, um, you know, Alchemist puts out these little, uh, like, little vlogs or whatever, you know, when he's in Europe or whatever, and just one of the things he was saying, he was like, yeah, man, I listened to a, a, just a snare for, like, three hours. And just the just just naked a snare. I listened to a hi hat for two hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I just because I'm a maniac. As we said, I'm a maniac. That's just what it is, mm-hmm. and I'm not. That's not me at all, huh. at all. I got I got my things that I'm I'm obsessive about, but I just know that um, I'm not. And the allure of dope equipment. In every field, is sexy. But I've also been the person that has been on the other side of spending a whole lot mm-hmm. on equipment and watching that shit get dusty mm. and being like, damn. And then looking at the resale value of that shit, and it'd be a fraction. But mm-hmm. uh, what I was going to ask you about the machine what is it about the machine specifically that you like? Like, what is it about that sound? Now, you know how they say, you know, like the, uh, whatever, like the MP has like that kick or whatever, or right. the ASR has all of that. Like what, when you see the machine or you've, you know, seen people seeing the machine and, and function or whatever, what was it about it that, that drew you in to be like, yo, this is, I want to fuck with that. Sound quality, sound quality straight okay. out the rip. Um, Ease of, I mean, like functionality, it could operate as a standalone by itself as a piece of equipment, mm-hmm. or it could mm-hmm. operate with a computer. You know what I'm saying? So that that you know 
that gives you options as far as how you produce and where and, and when and, you know what I mean, um, how you use it. Um, of course, you know, all of it is relative. All of it functions relatively the same as far as being able to link other things to it and MIDI and all that type of shit. So you don't have to worry about that. Like, for for me, you know what I'm saying, um, being able to chop samples um, is important. So the machine looks like it's very relatively easy, got some relatively easy sample chopping. Uh, um, I, I, you know, I rarely just do loops. You know what I'm saying? I like to take bits and chunks and mix them up and do things with them and create different sounds out of sounds. So, you know, being able to chop samples is very important. Um, but... I don't I don't have an affinity for I don't the MPC kick or the rhythm of the rolling this you know what I'm saying I just always mm-hmm. took what I had and make some shit you know what I'm saying and you could do that you could do that with anything you could shit they made Lottie Dottie with no beat machine just a nigga with his mouth you know pause <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but. But, you know what I'm saying, the beauty of it is, you know, you, you do find the equipment that you like and are able to work with. Just like with photography, right? When I started I that. doing shooting and I was mm-hmm. launching my magazine and I was realizing, like, I just need, like, a simple front of book shot of some product. And then it'd be like, you know, a nigga wants 600 just to shoot an iPod or something like that. And I'm like, God damn, nigga, I'll never be able to pay for this book. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, I went downstairs at Vibe and was like, what do y'all shoot the front of book stuff with? And they was like, we shoot it with the 20D. That's how old this was. The, you know, 20D was the shit. Because mm-hmm. the 20D, it was digital. This is when everything was switching to digital. But it gave you a certain quality right out the camera. You know, it just had a canon look right off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Which puts you ahead of a lot of things just by taking the picture. You know what I'm saying? So I knew mm-hmm. I needed something that could give me quality off the rip because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So then by the time I get the video and the Canon 5D comes out, then it's like, it's like boom, I need to get that 5D because I know it's Canon quality. And sure enough, mm-hmm. they had switched the game. They came with the look and the sensor and the shallow depth of field. Okay, that's going to put me at a certain place just off rip. Now I could tweak that and make it my own. So by buying a certain kind of lens and using it in a certain kind of way, then I make the, the look my own. But I don't have to start by learning all this stuff just to get there. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of technology nowadays. And most people be like, oh, you didn't take the time to learn your craft. But you do learn your craft. But you learn it from a position of I'm up here or not. I'm learning it from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? So I take that approach when I look at shit. Like, what's going to help me get there the quickest? And that's that's what I've been on. I hear that. It's funny, I was looking at a 20D just now. You can get a 20D body for $35. Ain't that wild? Nobody don't want that no more. That's, 
No, I'm just saying though. I <laughs> guess shit just changed. I man. guess That's too long ago. So it's phased out. That shit ain't. You yeah, that mean, it could take pictures, but it ain't. You know what I'm saying? It ain't giving you. It's you, not state you, of the art. Vintage. You know what I'm right. saying? You're going to have a vintage look. See, See, but that's funny because, in the you know, it depends on what you want, right? The mm-hmm. photography shit, right? Because, like, uh, there was a part of me that's kind of, like, we talk about, uh, you know, equipment. Mm-hmm. I, I At some point, I think I want to get a Leica, right? Because mm-hmm. I just like how that shit look. But that shit ain't pranksy. Leicas is not cheap. No. And there's a, there's a lot of, like... You know, with film seeming like it's still somewhat in limbo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I still got my K1000, so I do that. And I got a few other, like, little point-and-shoot cameras. But if I was to, like, invest, invest, I don't know if I would invest, invest into, a, like, a film camera. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because then that shit might just, you know, <laughs> who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but back to the... The novelty of it all, like um, the 20D, it's now a vintage type camera. I noticed there's people that kind of, there's like a lane for that, it mm-hmm. seems, you know? Like I even see people that are using like camcorders right. when they make videos because right. they want that, you know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's just, it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, all, and it's cheap. It's yeah. cheap. That's a, a easy way to, to be cheap. It's an easy way to get right. in the game because you know I got I got fifty dollars I could get me a camcorder, and then I'm a mm-hmm. hyperlink that shit to my outermost digital recorder, nigga, and it's gonna be a thing. But you know, I'm not doing it for that. <laughs> I be in it to to get to it, get straight to it as fast as possible, in a commercial kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily in an art kind of way, and mm-hmm. and you know you those are the trade offs. It's like yeah, I could go cheap and and come up with some funky looks and some you know interesting looks, or I could spend the bread and put myself at the level of the look that I need, and then I could take it from there. And that's usually the right. philosophy that I take. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get ahead of the curve. Right. So you get some time in it. Yeah, I can dig it. Because even, even, you know what I'm saying, and I've thought about this too on the, say on the video end, you got the the Ari and all of their products, right? That's like, you know, it's top of the line look. You know what I'm saying? Shit just got a look. It looks like something off rip. But they got the older versions that still got that look that you're going to be light years ahead of a lot of the cameras that's there, but you're going to be old school as fuck in the realm of an Ari. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it might be bigger than you want it to be and heavier than you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Less options than you want. But if you come in for a certain look, you're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even even the old ones. So you have to just have to decide where you want to land with shit. You know? And for me, I'm just making beats, but, you know, you still got to – you still got your own internal – feeling about the shit no matter what you're doing like even if i'm just making it for fun could i really make something out this motherfucker if i really get down to it i come up with some shit can i really be competitive hell yeah and that's where you want to be you know what i mean like 
shit, nigga, nigga might want another street anthem and shit. Nigga, you know, might want to get his name and nigga, nigga might want to be the old man producer. <laughs> Dang. Nigga might want to go do and, and do the goddamn, goddamn Ibiza tour as, you know what I'm saying, a, a dance nigga making beats. <laughs> like, you know. Man. It's all still there. That's the limit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, who's to say you can't just do that shit? Like, I be looking at niggas. We, I sent you that old man on Instagram. She talk about his knees. Mm-hmm. This nigga popping. He's 70. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was talking about this maybe at the top of last year. Yeah. Or whatever. Talk about the old, the old cat with the old Benz who, um, you know, who produced some shit. Uh-huh. That got him some mailbox money for life, uh-huh. you know. But look, I mean, shit, it's always there. It's yeah. always there. It's yeah. the, the potential is there, right? You, you know, know what I'm opportunity. Yeah, shit. I got one street anthem. Shit, I, I give me another one. All right. But Talk the that shit that shit, tripped man. me out is the old white man dressing like a black dude. Was, oh, it's yeah, not yeah, one yeah, particular yeah, yeah. one. They just be all in there, their quote unquote street wear with Jordans on uh-huh. and shit. Yeah, and they they, yeah. they so novel now. Like ah oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can't be mad. Funny? It can't be mad. Cause I, I remember once yeah. upon a time being a young nigga going to buy some fila shit. And you know what I'm saying? We was all already we wore it our way, but when we went to go buy the fila shit, it was in a tennis shop in the cut in Aventura is like right. a white part of town. And you start looking around, be like, damn. All we doing is dressing like old white man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They might be a little mm-hmm. baggier. Might, you know what I'm saying? But shit, we feel our down. Shit, we got on Bally's. We got on the Bally Resort wear shoes and shit. Like, we old white man. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But nah, it's, it's just the cycle of fashion. People. Inspired off yeah. of other people. It's all the same reference material. It's just how you play it, how you flip it. Yep. How you, know? you flip it. Yeah, man. Yeah, how you flip that shit. Uh shit. Um <clears throat> I mean, I think we should talk about some of these shows. Next week though, I'm gonna talk about um I went and seen this movie American Fiction. Um Written by Cord Jefferson. Really, fuck it, I said real. Now nah, I'll talk about it next week because I really want to get into it. I think it was good, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it remind. Well, yeah, I, I, I'll hold that for next week. Just, just know. <laughs> I guess that's me spoiling it, or not spoiling it, or teasing it. Uh, American fiction talk next week. We'll talk about that. But this week, let's talk about you know Fargo, and then Kanan and them is back. Mm-hmm. Where you want to start? Um, of course, Kanan, man. You know what I'm saying? That's disrespectful to be talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know it was disrespectful, but I get it. All right, let's talk yeah, about Kanan. We fuck with Kanan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The power universe. The power universe is, is priority. All right. So let's talk about it. I'm a, I'm just going to say off top, I uh, I only watch both of these once. And my little memory is a bit foggy, but uh, what I do remember, okay, so I'm kick it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Razor Canaan, we come back. We're back in, and I got a question, a production question. I'm curious if you can answer this, what you think. 
Um, we come back in the scene. We see Marvin in the car. You know what I mean? Gun, gun wound, gunshot wound mm-hmm. went straight through. You know what I mean? But he's still like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah, you know, nigga, trying still to still got uh, shot, nigga. <laughs> still got shot. Things are falling apart. He shot. Lou is kind of, you know, um, on the outs. Yeah. Pretty much with the family, definitely with Rocky. I mean, um, like, before you go further, it's really the setup of the aftermath of the war with the Italians from Jersey. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Question. So, production question. That first scene, because it seemed like it was the Lincoln scene to the last, damn near the last scene on season two. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they shot that scene back when they were shooting season two and just clipped it and used it to set up because it would probably cost more to rebuild that set. You know what I mean? Which which scene was this? Which one? Like when they, when they in the car, when uh, Marvin is in the car, because I feel like that's kind of how it went off. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can think about it that way if they shot it like that, but it seems like they're shooting season four now. It seems as if Uh, they just kept got the same car, used continuity pictures, and put the niggas in the car and kept it moving, you know what I'm saying? Because in order to start shooting season four, that take money too. Even if you if potentially you could save, but you still had to know the direction of the season. Y'all gotta write the season, how y'all gonna play it out. Now it could have been that way. And but you know, I think they just picked up and, and just did it. Cause they had the budget open, they knew where they was going. It wasn't gonna be no mistakes. Um, shout out to yeah. Rob Hardy who directed this uh, episode, the homie. So maybe I ask him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We should might want to get him back on. Maybe yeah, we should the have end of the season or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this was like the pickup was- from the War of the Italians. Um, my only thing about the beginning how this first episode is set up, they could have just basically called this We Nobody Fucks With Ra uh, episode. Raquel is, you know what I'm saying, she, she got everybody up in arms against her because of how she's moving and, and the, some of the stuff that's falling out under her regime. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, you know, are soldiers and all that, but they seem to be at their wit's end. Mm. Of dealing with all this fallout, including her son, who now uh-huh. has found out the police is his daddy. And, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, jukebox mama is killed at the hands of this Italian war. Um, so, you know, he trying to figure out how he going to get his money. She talking about she ain't in the game no more, which everybody knows is a lie. But go ahead, mm. continue. Who's talking about talking about the Italian dude talking about his one's money? No, Canaan Canaan wants to figure out oh, how to Kanan make some money. Oh, Canaan talking about his breath as a grown uh-huh. person. Like he, you know, he's still young. You, you know, right, right. Yeah. So you think Rocky's fronting? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mean, so what, what's, what's the right. show we talking about? Unless she's dying this season or some shit. I mean. Yeah, you know. That ain't I mean, even based a, on that ain't even no prediction because that's just damn near her whole show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right, so boom. So we come back. 
Marvin is, you know, shot up. Lou's on the outs with Rocky, like you said. He's fucked up because his his uh his lady and artist died. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, <clears throat> he's starting to hit the bottle. You know, I think he don't know where he at. He just found out that uh, what was my man's name that they shot? Scrape. Mm-hmm. What's my man's name that they Scrap. shot? That uh. Scrap, they scrap, they shot Scrap. Turns out Scrap wasn't even snitching, but it is what it is. So he feel real fucked up about that. Uh, he he drinking with whomever show up, whether it's Marvin, whether it's Kanan. Yo, I'm feeling fucked up. Da 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 da. Kanan and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, what's my man's name? Puerto Rican cat. What's his name? Damn. Famous. Famous, so famous and Canaan, you know they they back to living together, struggling. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out how to get this money. Going back to the weed connect, the weed connect. You know he he don't want nothing to do with famous. He feel like mm-hmm. famous is you know just sloppy in the game, right. a snitch maybe. Nigga, all I barely of that shit. sell you weed, nigga. Right, right. You you definitely kind of on probation a little bit. But, uh, you know, it was a funny little scene with him and his son playing video games, you know what I'm saying, trying to have some quality time. But, you know, the weed man is never off, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, look, man, I'm here. You see I'm trying to spend some time with my son, you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so that's that. Um, Howard and, um, and Rocky, they feel like, you know, they kind of got to be on the same page. They co-parenting you know shit. <laughs> they co-parenting damn near 20 years later, too late. You know what I mean? They want to come together for the children. Yeah, children. crime. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but they also got to make sure that they don't go to jail. So now they got to, you know, make sure that they, all of their little uh, loose ends are tied up. So they come over there. They, they step over to Famous in uh, Canaan's crib. Uh, famous like, yo, your, your mom's out here with the cop. You know what I mean? With the police. You know, yeah, with the police. You know what I'm saying? So they send him, yo, go get yourself a little turkey sandwich, man. Get out of here. They talk to uh, Kanan. Uh, Kanan makes it clear, look, your partner, the white girl, Burke, you know, she know everything. She plugged the whole shit together. She already told me. She knows who I am. She knows my relationship to you. She knows my relationship to, obviously, my mom's. She knows that I was the one that shot you in the park. She know everything. She's a threat. You know what I mean? Howard, like, ah, I don't know. I don't think so. But they like, nah, I think, you know, yeah. you might have to handle that. Yeah, he, and, he ain't uh, even put it. I don't think Kanan put it together like that. He just said she going to fuck us all up. She going to bring us all down. Uh, he just uh-huh. loosely throwing out words, which is what his mother was trying to tell him. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, even you saying this in front of us is a problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, right. loose right. lips sink ships, nigga. So he yeah. on that, you know what I'm saying? Like like I say, they co-parents in crime. You ever seen, what's that white boy? He, he, he be sound kind of country, kind of blackish, but he be answering calls like a radio show. No, it's but on Instagram or something. Or? It's a it's a podcast on Instagram or whatever. But anyway, little white boy called into his show. Say he about ten years old, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I um 
I, I, I don't want to be, you know, disrespectful. I don't want to be, you know, you know, unpopular, correct or whatever. And he's like, but he's black. And, you know, I paid him to, you know, to check this guy. And he's, he slapped him. I paid him $3. But now he's trying to extort me for more money. He wants more money. And so the dude was like, the dude was like, well, you know, shit, shit, you know, you you can't expect a $3 brother to do a $10 crime. He was like, man, shit, man, you in crime, man. <laughs> like when he found out the dude smacked him up, he was like, damn, man. He like, nigga, you are in crime. <laughs> That's Canaan. Canaan's in crime mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. He don't realize it all the way. Right. I mean, he know it, but he don't really. Right. He wasn't. There was no real orientation for him because right. it was reluctant. They ain't really all the way want him until they didn't want him in it until he kind of barged his way in it. Right. Then he was a little, you know, fucked up about it. And his mom was trying to train him a little bit. He got a little impatient. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And it's like, damn, um, my nigga, you can't be talking. Nigga, you in crime. You can't be talking like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything you say will. Like goddamn, yeah. um, what's my man name? Bobby Brown. What's his name? Oh, uh, unique. Why can I think of this motherfucker? No, that's not unique. Unique. Oh, Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking Wood. I'm thinking. Uh, um, what's my man's name from um, Ghost? No, no, no. Didn't he play you. Bobby Brown? Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, you know, Joey Badass just remind me of Bobby Brown anyway. Because he got the little step. Yeah, because yeah, just, yeah, just a whole yeah. little hookup. Like, the way he dressed for the 80s is, right. like, real yeah, Bobby yeah, Brownish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were talking about Woody. Yeah, I, I, I fuck. Oh, he ain't play him, but, you know what I'm saying, he just reminded yeah, me yeah, of Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The, the way that he, you know, his, his, you know his, his brother came home from jail. Who's supposed to be a wild yeah. boy? He's still trying to wrap his mind around how the fuck that happened. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like nigga, how you yeah. home? <laughs> yeah. Now I don't know if they setting that up. Did he snitch? Right. Did so it's just a lingering question. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the cop right, was right, crooked right. and was you know what I'm saying. He's like, yeah, a lot of niggas had some crooked cops, nigga. How you got home? Right. <laughs> But it, but he it, only got home what like was seven months or seven days it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of time I mean seven months I mean, is still significant if you follow the line of question I don't even know the amount of time it was but uh-huh. you know what I'm saying unique's yeah. questioning was kind of like nigga how you got home <laughs> right and he right, right. you know yeah, what I'm saying? he had no real satisfactory answers Mm-mm. nah he, he didn't. didn't but his he didn't. but unique gr- got, yeah. girl is worried oh go ahead. No, 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 keep going. Unique girl is worried about, you know what I'm saying, if he going to bring danger. Because, you know, 50 Cent said, uh-huh. you know, the nigga you worry about in the hood, shit, this uh-huh. nigga is the nigga they worry about. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. He's the worst motherfucker to right. have in your spot. Yeah. <laughs> she so. looked mad concerned with that robe all tight. You know what I mean? That's that's like the disposition of your, of your concerned lady. You know what I mean? Like if there was ever some type of... Uh, in the dictionary, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that 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 one little stance mm-hmm. with the little tight robe and the disapproving look of everything that's going on, that shit could be right there. Yeah. It is some unrest. Mm-hmm. It's some unrest. This is gonna lead to a conversation. Right. Sure enough. 
So, uh, but Unique calmed it down, said he had a plan. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had a conversation with the brother. Rock. Then, you uh-huh. know, he, he ends up over Rock House for the smash. With the, with the mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with the, you know what I'm saying, 1980 Champipple game. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, nah. Oh, he came over there with some Champipple? Nah, 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 nah. He ain't come with, with Champipple. He just had oh. that, that type of lean on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whole lot of words with no words and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, they, right. They ain't feel like writing all that shit. They wanted to play it out. Yeah. So uh-huh. a lot of I'm here for you energy, right? And she, you know what I'm saying? she, like, she pulled yeah. that, she turned that thing around, like, huh? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying, either, enjoy e- yourself. Either she up on game and she got her own game, or shit. You know, hey, let's see what it, let's see what it do. Either let's or, see what it do. I, <laughs> it felt, it felt a little, not pandering, but it felt a little shoehorned in mm. and um this is my thing i hope it don't turn into a whole unique rocky love storyline because that could maybe get a little cheesy yeah. just in my mind yeah i felt like cool little one-off you know what i'm saying uh you know, it, it, it's kind of, we get it. It's kind of understandable. It's been a little bit of that, but I hope it don't turn into that type of thing. I just, I don't know. I don't know if well, The foreshadowing to me, okay. you know, the way that it was shot and the way that they showed shit at certain times made you still kind of feel like, is there some danger here? Is she going to mm-hmm. take his gun that he's done, let his guard down and use it against him? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? Right. Like, is, is she really is she really with this? You know what I'm saying? Or is is it right. part of the game? Like, they, they're, they're showing all these different sides of it. It's not like some long-lasting romantic fantasy they've been toying with. You know what I'm saying? He flirted with her in a very... Uh, what they call that shit? A uh, very uh, patriarchal, mis- misogynistic kind of way in the game, talking down to her, kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, talking down at her about the game and using mm-hmm. sexuality as his crutch, you know what I mean? But this wasn't that, so now we're trying to figure out what is it? Is it real? Right. Obviously, we know it's part of his play. Because seen right before, he's like, I got a plan. And next thing you know, he's at a door. You know? Right. So it's definitely yeah. part of his we'll play. See. Hopefully Rocky got her own play. But, of course, Rocky is the star. So I assume that her play is, you know what I'm saying, you know, she thinks faster and better than everybody else. So we going to see. All right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it all plays out. You got any predictions for this season? Mm. I actually didn't look at it for predictions. I was enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? I tried to just sit back and enjoy myself. Um, Okay. I I don't believe Rocky is done with the game. I do believe Mm -hmm. Kanan is starting his journey into the game. I do believe he'll have his own setup. Um, I think it's very interesting how they, they, they play the young boy. The young Canaan, to where he talks like Fifty Cent, you know what I'm saying? Even though Canaan mm-hmm. didn't necessarily talk like Fifty Cent, 
<laughs> yeah, because 50 talk like 50 because he got shot. Right, but I'm just saying, like, he just, he doing the whole thing kind of like 50, like his whole mannerisms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't even right. think Kanan, you know, exposed as many 50 mannerisms as the young kid does. So I think that's interesting. Um, I, 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 I think, you know what I'm saying, what's the brother name with the daughter? Jukebox Daddy? Jukebox Daddy? Uh Oh, Marvin. Marvin. I think Marvin is the most relatable character on the show. He's just a real person. You know what I'm saying? Um, Lou is going through his thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he'll snap out of it when the good bullets start flying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he will jump back into, you know, soldier mode. Um, Jukebox still on her singing career, but we all know she's going to be a police, so. Maybe she joins the junior police staff. I don't know. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and shit. Famous just along for the ride. He just, you know, a box on the on the credit list right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think what I think is going to happen. I'm curious what's going to happen with this whole. How they going to deal with this Burt killing? Uh. It looked a little. It looked a little um, sloppy, right? Mm, like yeah, she had her own. Gu- it was it was definitely emotional, and and Howard don't really come across super emotional the way he's been portrayed throughout the. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of been one of the more reserved out of anybody. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, he's very cagey. Get you, you stay out my business. Right. He got a short fuse for that. So maybe that had something to do with it. And obviously, you know, her knowing as much as she knows puts his whole shit in jeopardy. So I get why mm-hmm. he did what he did, but I just felt like, looks like he shot her with his gun. She had a gun. And it looks like, maybe I'm wrong, but it looks like, because he tried to do the whole the little flip of she committed suicide. Right. But then when he went to switch guns, maybe this is how I saw it. It looked, it was like apparent that these were two different, two different uh, caliber weapons. Mm-hmm. So it was like, this ain't really going to line up. I forget exactly how he sorted that out. He also found out she was taping him. Mm-hmm. So his hunch proved correct. So he got that. Fortunately, she wasn't, uh, Live stream. Wearing a wire. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She wasn't on Instagram live back in the 90s. Though unfortunately, it's just a tape that you could go and throw somewhere. So there's that. Um, so I'm curious to see how that pays off. What's going to happen? Because now we also see that the Pops is connected. And the Pops also knows that his daughter had a whole lot of information. So he's still a bit of a loose string with that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just going to be some B-plot. Uh, the girlfriend, too. The you- Oh, right, right, right. And the girlfriend is, is she a former cop or is she a journalist? She's a former cop, right? Or a journalist? Something. She's somebody She know the like, information, though. She know the information. So there's that, too. Um, what else is I'm, I'm looking to see? That's, uh, that's curious to see what's going to happen with Unique and his brother. Yeah. Um, they, they, they played yeah. that right. He looked like a regular old cat just came home from jail a whole minute. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be mm-hmm. funny to watch how he, you know what I'm saying, readapts to the streets. 
You know what I'm saying? Right now, and they also just like his little wife beater and some Cheerios right now. Right, right. Because he definitely made it a point to say, I made you CEO. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was that nigga. You know what I mean? I empowered you. Remember that. I'm your older brother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like I don't like how you you're moving. You know what I mean? Like, I know you're saying things didn't change, but ah. I'm a traditionalist. He, he Avon. He you know Avon Barksdale from the wild. I want my corners Absolutely. back. <laughs> Absolutely. So, look, man, uh, you had your run, you know what I mean? But they hand that over. So, that's going to be interesting to see, one, how and why he got out so early. Two, what's going to be the conflict between him and Unique? If mm-hmm. it's going to come to a head, blah, blah, blah. If he going to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, they even bringing in his wife, as the person to kind of point out the bullshit, is she going to be pulled into it? Is he going, you know, niggas fresh out of jail, is he going to try to make a pass at his wife type shit? Who knows? I don't, um, I don't know. They've been keeping Unique's not. family in it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he was with, I think it was his daughter when they came, when it was the condo, when they was setting up the condo, he was uh-huh. with his daughter and the wife and the, and the, and the girlfriend uh-huh. or however they want to do it. Um, and they never really... You know what I'm saying? TV drug dealers don't never really get a life, no family. You know what I'm saying? Which right. to uh, to kind of see uh-huh. Rocky and their development plus Unique and his development, like you don't really get that with a lot of um, you know, black criminals on TV. Like Snowfall gave you a little look. That was a one of the nods that I gave to John Singleton that they kind of gave these people, these characters, some some human humanity. You know what I'm saying? You had Jerome and his old lady. You had, you know, um, Franklin finally found some type of love that suited him. <laughs> but, you know, it got kind of wonky towards the end, but John wasn't here, of course. But it seemed like he wanted to give them people some humanity. And, mm-hmm. and, Unique having a girl and a daughter, and you see the interaction, it humanizes him. Yeah, well, we're going to see. We'll see with that. Uh, curious with the Rocky situation. Still got the thing with the Italians, you know, old Tony Danza. See if he popped back mm-hmm. up. Uh, <clears throat> Jukebox, like you said, she probably going to turn into a cop at some point. She don't want to work at White Castle for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like. She going to try to get one more crack at this music thing, and I think something's going to happen to really break her heart mm-hmm. in a way to where she's, like, really, like, fuck it, and then join the other, you know what I mean? Join the, the blue. Or maybe she maybe it was a play. I don't about know. this killer. Might, because that lady kind of, you know, was looking out for a little mm-hmm. bit. Not looking out for, but, yeah, looking out for, actually. You know, and I do, one thing I do uh, appreciate about Jukebox it's all that vintage polo she be rocking. I ain't mad yeah, at it. Yeah. It's always good they to see. Good she job. stay they with do that a good shit job with, the, Absolutely. with the wardrobe and all that. Mm-hmm. Cars, yeah, 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's it for right this second. I can't think of anything. Maybe I always feel like famous gonna get shot, but I mean, to your point, he just he just, yeah, he just in the way, he but out the right way now, at the same but, time. You know, saying they need him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Kana needs some depth. Like, he needs a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. So, he's, yeah. he's Kanan's friend. 
he didn't show up in the yeah. in the other power, so I don't know if he's gonna make it that far. But you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But that's that. Word. That's that. Uh, we'll be keep stick with us. We'll be talking about this all season long. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm definitely gonna do a double watch next week, so I can get a little bit more detailed as you know, back in the day. But uh. Let's talk about Fargo, man. Let's get yeah, into it. Yeah, Fargo, you know. Um, on the Fargo tip, you know, again, in a similar fashion, except for this is not the first episode. This is, you know, the third episode. This was one of those uh, set-up episodes, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're going to put some stuff in place for the next one, you know what I'm saying? This is just enough to say we put one out, but we're not really giving you much. Other than, you know, the fallout from, you know, the son trying to, you know, get over on the hitman and him coming back, laying out the the other police. So they, you know, they had the fallout from that. How we going to handle this? How we going to find him? You know what I'm saying? Will you be able to, you know, find the chick? Yeah, we know where she at, blah, blah, blah. You know, he went to the hospital, found out some things. So... The husband went into a, a deep dive of meditation on this shit, you know what I'm saying, to the point where he felt like, I see you, you know what I'm saying? And that seems mm-hmm. like a weird-ass TV concept, but I, I feel exactly how that went, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like you could do that. And so he like, he see her. Let's get her tonight. It's Halloween, no perfect time, you know what I'm saying? No other time is perfect. So everybody being masked already, boo boo, we you know, do our thing. She over there preparing, you know what I'm saying, trying to buy some guns and shit. You know what I'm saying? She was tripped out that she couldn't buy them right away. They had a waiting. So I guess she went with just the tasers, which was her original right. her original weapons of choice as a house mom. So we know she know how to work the tasers. So she getting herself prepared. Uh, go around switching the the street signs so they you know make it more a little more difficult for them to find her. But I ain't really understand that for 2019, cause shit, the GPS gonna take you there anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit wasn't gonna really matter. Like a nigga was just trying to find the address off the map. But we'll see how that play out. But, you know, it worked for this episode. It got confused a little bit. Gave him a little time before they actually rolled up on her, we think. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know. So, you know, the, the whole storyline of them coming together is a little wonky right now. Nothing really happened. It was kind of a setup. Everything is all in place for the action to actually start happening. But then you had uh, OG. You could talk about OG. The hitman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh had the um <clears throat> old crazy ass hitman. So what threw me with that shit was uh <laughs> they come into they show him in the sitting in I think in a rocking chair, mm-hmm. just in a room by himself. It's an older woman that discovers him sitting in this upstairs room by himself, rocking in the chair, real ominous, you know, dangerous, you know, he's a killer. She's an old ass woman, so I'm like, damn. He's like, I live here now. 
<laughs> that shit. You know how they say on the internet, new fear unlocked right. type shit? <laughs> like, <clears throat> if you get old as hell, like, you know, super old and you live it by yourself, and uh, you never really think about it. You could, a motherfucking killer just come through and, you know... <laughs> Take over your upstairs. It's a hostile ass takeover. Yeah, it's like it's that made me start thinking like, damn, nigga, when I get old, I'm just gonna have to keep a pistol on me. You know what I'm saying? But then now you old, you old with dementia and a pistol. That don't make it good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might shoot your home attendant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want that. You but it's to take just over like my shit? that was. Pow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking of that sidebar, uh, nah, I'll talk to you. I saw this fucking bullshit ass. I think it was a skit. I don't know if you saw this. This was, um, it's about, you know, I guess this guy had dementia, right? And uh, he's wilding out on the plane, yelling at, just looking like his lady and whomever is coming around. But he's wilding, he's up and he's bugging. And his lady starts singing, um, I want to say it's like, joy to the world or some shit like that and she's like yo y'all got this is what calms them down and like the whole plane starts singing joy to the world it take a little while take take to get them near past the first verse a little bit in the middle of the hook Mm -hmm. to where he kind of like stabilized and starts singing along and you know like it was you know I, i always say it's like these little situations out here some are better than others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and sometimes if you're, if you're depending on what the, the, the caption is or how you're brought into it, I might not be, I might not be as um, uh, dubious moving forward. Mm-hmm. So initially, <clears throat> I was like, damn, that shit was, that shit was, you know, cause that shit was pretty, um, that was a tender moment. You know what I'm saying? Because I've mm-hmm. I've seen dementia up close, and that shit can be scary. It's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Like when people like really have no clue where they are, who the people are around them, and, and you know, get into like a panic that could damn near turn violent. You know what I mean? And it was like, if this shit was a skit, they I don't know who giving out the skit awards. I don't think it's the Oscars or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But uh. That shit was good until I jumped in the comments and they was like, this is some bullshit. This was scripted. Da, 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 da. Then you watch it. You watch it with different eyes. You're like, hmm, maybe. But uh, anyway, long story short, back to the whole, you know, back to the whole thing. My man comes through. He's sitting in the rocket chair. Yo, I live here now. She just ambles on downstairs. And it was just like, she's kind of like, I guess, I guess this nigga do. You know what I'm saying? Which made, you know. Popped up beer and she, got back to the TV. Right, got back to the TV, so it's, which kind of initially made me be like, I guess she just, you know, she just like surrender, you know what I mean? And we later find out that this is his mom's, you know. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like a, um, like a Stephen King type of movie, you know, like with the, uh, like with these like kind of like backwoods ass living, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, in the home type shit. Uh, not to say, I don't know if he backwards. He's just a crazy survivalist type killer. You know what I mean? So I mean, he's so we also... Think we don't know nothing about this motherfucker. Yeah, we don't know nothing about him. We just know, similar to uh, what your guy you was talking about earlier, 
he got paid three dollars for a ten dollar job, and he won his seven dollars. Right. You, know you what I'm saying? Crime, he get seven nah, brother. <laughs> yeah, he, he out the way. I gotta see that. I, yeah, I'm I've curious. Been that shit to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's Theo Vaughn. Um, um sounds like it could be white boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah with a mullet. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It just, yeah, it sounds like it him. might be him. Sound. Okay. Yeah, but uh, the 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 trip shit about this shit. Now, first of all, I watched this shit twice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm a new Fargo since the Chris Rock episode, the Chris Rock season. This is my okay. only other season, and so, you know, I was trying to get myself settled and get some sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I had popped the edible and shit. So Ooh, not okay. a strong, like a real, like a LA edible, like a LA dispensary edible, not like a, you know, what I'm saying shaking the dice ass. You don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> okay, I got you. So got yeah, you know, I knew exactly what was gonna happen. So uh-huh. I knew it was enough. I could watch some shows and shit. So I'm watching this shit. Then this shit flashback 500 years. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are we watching? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is this shit got to do with what the fuck I'm watching? And so they went back 500 years to show either the OG or the spirit of OG having to eat a nigga's sins. You know what I'm saying? Like some old uh, English, you know, type shit. So... Mm-hmm. So I guess they trying to suggest this is where he come from. This is why he's so cold of a killer. I don't know. And then it comes back and it kind of, you know, they show the van pull up, but then they show like the 500 years ago motherfucker walking inside of a building, which looks like her house. And I'm confused. I don't know. Mm. Actually, where the fuck we left off? Right. Huh. Yeah, I, it threw me a little bit too. And again, I only watched it one time. I was going to watch it again just to kind of brush up on the shit. It threw me. It felt like it was some backstory shit, you know. But um, I didn't know what the what the, the link was. I'd have, yeah. to, I'd have to double back. Again. I guess we're going to see. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. I will say this. I got a, a, a correction to make. Shout out to... Uh, to Nadine Graham, uh, I said, I think I I said, uh, I shouted out Jennifer Jason Lee, thinking that that was the uh, the lead, but Jennifer Jason Lee is actually the mom's. Because I remember saying, damn, Jennifer Jason Lee look good for, you know, Jennifer Jason Lee's like an OG. She's been in the game for a while. The lead actress is Juno Temple, who was also in um, Ted Lasso. That's where I've seen her before. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, Ted Lasso. You ever seen Ted Lasso at all? I only seen the first season. It was pretty good. Nice. Actually, the first season was it was it was it was a lot better than I expected it to be because it was like during the pandemic and it was like one of them shows that everybody was like it's a feel good show and you know when everybody is saying how good the show is I'm already kind of coming in with the hmm alright whatever that shit was alright and it was a little feel good okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I was like oh shit they can feel good okay, feel it was a cool good, thing I didn't I didn't stick with it I didn't stick with it I don't know how, I think it's about four seasons or whatever uh, you know, I kind of tapped out of the Apple TV situation, so I ain't never really double back. Right. But uh, yeah, that's who that was, Juno Temple. Um, I don't really got nothing else. I don't even have any predictions right. as it you relates know, you gotta to walk, it right wait now. and see. Like I said, that was a setup. I mean, it was nothing yeah. that you could really do about it. 
It's tough to eat it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I gotta wait yeah. the next week. And luckily f- for that show, next week is like today. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We gonna see. Yeah. Right. So there that go. Yeah, damn. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good situation. Um... I mean, shit, before we get up out of here, let me let y'all know, you know, uh, I got tickets for that DC Improv show coming up mm-hmm. February 8th through the 10th. And then I'm in Hartford, Connecticut, February 5th, uh, 16th and 17th at City Steam. All those tickets are available on DamianLemon.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be having some more shit being added soon enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, shit, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.